You are listening to the Wealth Talk Podcast, hosted by Richard Adokasi from Create Wealth Network. The Wealth Talk Podcast is expanding on the principles that are within the map book, the Mind Assistance Program, particularly the Focus 11, which are 11 aspects that we focus on in life to create wealth. These aspects include mental, spiritual, physical, relationships, financial, yourself, contribution, new, business, learn, discipline. We will feature guests that specialize in these aspects to expand your awareness and consciousness on creating wealth. Thank you and enjoy the show. Hello, welcome to Wealth Talk. We are here today and with the Wealth Talk, we love to expand on the Focus 11, which is our primary focus in the map book, right? And these are 11 aspects that we focus on in life to create wealth. And we're having experts in each of these aspects to come and to expand on our awareness in each aspect. Today, I have a special guest with me, Mr. Jesse Asidu. Jesse, how are you? I'm good, I'm good. It's a pleasure. How are you doing? I'm good, I'm good. Thank you for coming. I appreciate you. Uh, me and Jesse know each other for a long time. Uh, and, you know, he's definitely been an inspiration. I see his work ethic and his drive and you know, about physical fitness. There's so much about you, you know. And um, I want to, first and foremost, go to the beginning. I want to get to know Jesse from born, where you were yeah. born at, how, what life was like growing up and everything. All right, um... I wasn't born here. I was born back home in uh, Nigeria. Um, I'm from Ganyan descent, but my mom was working there at the time. So wow. I spent my first two years, three years back home in Nigeria. And then I came to Canada um, going into my fourth year, about a, sh- a month shy of my fourth year. Okay. I didn't know that. Oh, for real. Okay. Yeah. So when you're in Nigeria, were you speaking Nigerian language or are you speaking? Um, tra- I think slowly I was picking up some small dialects, right? I was kind of in a mix. I was speaking three different languages. Like oh, wow. A bit of tree, a bit of Nigerian dialect, and then obviously English as well, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I was kind of just formulating words, kind of, you know. It was, it was a little bit confusing at first when I first came up here, actually. Okay, so when you were in, in Nigeria, though, like, what was your mom doing working there? Like, She was, she was a nurse. A oh, nurse, okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. At that time in the, in the 80s, I guess Ghana was going through a tough time economically. Mm-hmm. So a lot of people were looking, leaving the country to find work. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. Nigeria was booming at that time. So she had gone there to find work as a nurse. So your whole family moved there? Um, she went, no, actually, it was, she went there. My dad followed after. And okay. My brother just above me. Oh, okay. He came, but the rest of my brother stayed back. 
Oh, for real. Okay, okay. So you guys were in Ghana first. Or obviously they met wow. in Ghana. They're, yeah. Yeah. they're in Ghana. And then she found work in Nigeria. So she said, okay, yeah. I'm going to Nigeria. Yeah. And I'm bringing the two to yeah. our I was born there. Oh, you're born there? Yeah. Oh, okay, okay, right. okay. Yeah. So okay. they brought my brother. He was maybe four at the time. Okay. So they brought him. Yeah. And then while they're working, they had me. Then you were born. So when yeah. she was born, she was pregnant. Because your dad um, stayed back where he kept back going back and forth. Kept going back and then he oh, finally okay. got work out there and then he stayed there. Oh, so they okay. actually, even before me, they might have lived in Nigeria for maybe two, three years before. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah, they had me. Yeah, so that was that was a change for them as well. Okay, okay, okay. And then, and then so I'm taking at that time period, you don't remember too, too much, but I'm sure you remember the travel yeah. coming to Canada. Yeah. Talk about that. Yeah. Uh, well, we came in the winter time. Okay. So that was obviously first time seeing snow, being in cold environment, mm -hmm. all of that, right? So we got to the airport pretty much in summer clothing. Oh, for, yeah. okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's how we had it, right? And, and it, was, it was December. We actually came December 11th. Okay. Right? And then so I guess the airport, they have clothing that they give for newcomers and stuff. So they suited us up in some winter gear. And then a shuttle bus came to pick us up. Like, wh whose plan was it to come to Canada? Um, well, it was my dad's. It was, okay. it was, it was my dad's plan. Um, at Did he time. have something said or he just said, we're just going to no, go? it was just, I think at that time, you know, they always felt like leaving the country was the thing to do to find better opportunity mm. for, for your children, right? That was yeah. sort of what was thought. And I guess just a change of scenery, you know, my dad was in the Air Force back home. He was a captain. Okay. Um, at that time, president of Ghana, J.J. Rollins, mm. had done a coup, right? And then there was a lot of un unjust going on and things like that. So the, the country wasn't as... Balance it was a little bit rocky mm. at the beginning during, okay. during his uh, when he first came, so that kind of forced people's hands to try to find uh, uh, a place to where they want to go, do what what and whatnot, right? Mm. Yeah, and, and like um, so yeah. We, so we, why Canada though? Because he had other options, right? Um, we we applied. So pretty much, you go to the UN, you apply and yeah. say, hey, my country's going through this. I want to mm. leave, right? Mm. And they had first given my dad pass to come to I'm not sure, I think it was like Finland or somewhere. Like oh, okay. That. But he wanted to bring his whole family, right? Oh, okay. So then they, he waited. And then when he applied again, they gave us, I think, Australia, U.S., Canada, um, somewhere else in Europe, and, and U.K. Okay. Right? And I think the first one that came back was Australia. Okay. But then they were like, we're not, we don't know nobody there. And uh, to go all the way to Australia. So they declined that mm -hmm. and just kind of waited, you mm -hmm. know, hoping we'll get another opportunity. Mm -hmm. Right? And then... Um, USA came up, yeah. right? And at that time, my parents, they had siblings that had left previously, right? So to they US. In US, yeah. Okay. And they're like, you know, there's five of us. There's, there's me and four older brothers, right? Mm. So they're like, they were being advised that to bring five boys to US at that time, mm. they're going to place you in the hood. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not yeah. going to be the best environment, you know? Mm. So we, we declined that. So then we ended up... You know, being Nigerian, like another Canada was next. Eight months, yeah. Oh, yeah, after eight months, another yeah, eight months. Okay. Yeah, yeah, we weren't sure what was gonna happen, yeah. right? I mean, obviously, I didn't know what was going on, but like, yeah, that's what they were going through. Mm -hmm. And then, um, yeah, Canada came up. They said you could bring the whole family, and then okay. came up. It was interesting because you know, it, it the, the story is similar like to a, to a lot of people because, and I guess Canada opened the doors for definitely, definitely. a lot of people, right? Yeah. So when they came here, did they have work right away, or like, like what what no, happened? It was, it was a struggle. Um, my dad came here being an ex, I guess, soldier, mm -hmm. right? Uh, he was a pilot, mm -hmm. so he might have been in his early forties. 
Yeah. He looked for work as a pilot, but they all denied him. They said he was too old. Oh. Right? I feel like they just didn't really respect his qualifications, but yeah. they just said he was too old. But he was flying, like, fighter jets, like, oh, wow. pilot in the military. Okay. Right? His training was in UK and in India. Oh, wow. Right? So, like, he, he did it for, he was a pilot for about maybe 12 years. Oh, wow. Right? Okay. So, that didn't work out for him, but he had a computer programming background. Mm-hmm. Right? So, when he came here, same thing. They don't respect that, so... He had to just do some odd jobs. Okay. Right? Uh, my mom being a nurse back home when she came here, the same thing. They never respected hers. Oh, her, your mom? Yeah. So oh, wow. she started off doing like um, like assistant nurses. Mm, so when yeah. she got here, they gave us, like they give you pocket money. Literally, yeah. they gave you maybe like $50 Canadian for the month. Uh-huh. That's what you had for the first month just to yeah. settle in. They yeah. gave you like a little TV. Wow. We were living in uh, Jameson. Okay. Downtown Toronto, yeah. Okay. So... Um, we were only for six months we were there. Mm-hmm. We finally got adjusted, and then my mom found work with the agency. Okay. So she was traveling back and forth on bus, going through, understanding, you know, the life here. Yeah. It's a complete change for them, right? And um, one of the agents, one of the hospitals she was at, they, they just loved her work. Okay. Right? So they were wondering, like, how does she know so much? Mm-hmm. And she's so advanced. Like, she's actually helping the nurses that, that were considered right? certified yeah. and, and stuff like that. So she explained to them, like, I'm a nurse. Like, I have yeah. 20 years of nurse experience yeah. before coming here. They just don't respect my, my, my credentials. So yeah. they're not giving me my license to work as a nurse here. Mm-hmm. So she'll just bounce around. And then, you know, some people advise, oh, maybe just do a PSW quickly since, you know, at that age, you don't want to go back to school. Yeah. Right? And she's just like, I'm not going to do it. Yeah. Then um, one of her last placements she got, luckily, the, I guess the nurse, the manager at, at that hospital, she just loved my mom's work. And she said, like, so what's the, what do you need? Like, why aren't you able to be here full-time? Yeah. She said, same thing, I'm not licensed. Mm. So she was like, I'm going to speak to whatever the board, I'm going to let them know, give them my feedback. I guess she had some pull within the association. Yeah. So she came back and asked my mom, how long do you need to take the test? Mm. They're saying they'll allow you not to go back to school just if you pass the oh, test. Oh, pass the test, okay. And go. she knew the stuff already? Yeah, 20 yeah. years of doing it. <laughs> and they told her, oh, um, 80 80% or higher she needs to pass, mm. which usually is not that high. Yeah. Right? Yeah. They just upped it for her. So she aimed it long story short. She went, she passed it. Nice. Got it. And then that kind of gave us the footing. Yeah, a little springboard to get yeah, things going, get things right? Going yeah, and nice, stuff nice. Like that, right? And your dad at the same time helped him go and get yeah. something as well. He was, he was he was doing odd jobs. Yeah. Every taxi that just... Mm. Whatever, yeah. Yeah, yeah, just, yeah, just to get it. And then mm. eventually went back to school and... Uh, got into social work and whatnot, and then got into his field. Okay, so you and you have uh, four, four brothers. Yeah. So you and your four brothers are here now. Yeah. You know? So tell me how that was with you guys growing up. Your parents are there, of course. They're getting their mm-hmm. work established. Like, what was it like for you, you guys? Because it seems like uh, your parents had to be busy. They probably yeah. weren't with you guys. So it's kind of yeah. like brothers raising brothers. Yeah, I was thinking, that's right? pretty much what it was. Okay. Pretty much, we pretty much grew up. Like, we had to grow up fast. Yeah. You know, there's a lot of things that we were doing at a young age that, you know, kids are not even thinking of doing at this age. Mm-hmm. You know? So, we grew, we grew up really fast. Um, luckily, there's big gaps between us. Yeah. So, there was always a brother that can kind of watch the younger brothers. Yeah. You know, properly. So, it was really nothing, like, at risk of us being home by ourselves. Yeah. So, like, my middle brother is 10 years older than me. Okay. So, when I'm four, he's 14. Mm. My other brother would have been seven, so he's yeah. watching us. Okay, you know okay, okay. So that, that's pretty much who kind of raised us, like taking bus to school, picking us up, mm. staying home until my mom gets back from work or yeah. my dad gets back. So, yeah, it was 
I'm just go, 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 right? Yeah. And, and then I, 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 from what I know you, I know you from soccer yeah. and, and, and sports, you yeah. know? So, yeah. like, you know, how, how, how did you guys, like, were all your brothers, you guys were all playing sports to play with each other? Or was mm-hmm. it just you playing sports? Uh, like, how did that come about? We, we come from an athletic family. My pops was, was an athlete, mm-hmm. playing multiple sports, right? And um, my two older brothers, they played sports well, too. So they played back home. And then mm-hmm. coming here, just continuing playing, right? Yeah. And like we touched on just earlier, um, just the lifestyle being busy with my parents and stuff, rather yeah. than having us in the areas that we're living. Yeah. Just being home by ourselves. Mm-hmm. Eventually, they're able to get one of us into sports. Okay. So when my middle brother would have a game, yeah. then the two younger ones, me and my, my bro, we would go. With them. With right? them. Yeah, and yeah, just, yeah. And that's how we would pretty much be babysitting. Babysat, yeah, yeah, exactly. Okay, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Watch the game until it's finished. Mm-hmm. Come home with him. By that time, my mom's back from work. And, yeah. Know, so that started happening, and then... My brother just above me, he he got into it, right? Yeah. So then I was just kind of the one that was just like eager because I'm around them. Yeah, well, I'll tell you Inside that. our house was either a basketball court yeah. in our house, we had a soccer court, and a football. Nice. We just made a living room into any sport. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Jumping out. Yeah, so okay. it, was, it was pretty competitive. And then finally, just me being around my brothers, one of my brother's coaches um, was just like, why isn't this kid in, in, in sports, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, especially even in school. My gym teacher seen I was, you know, athletically gifted and stuff like that. So mm-hmm. they always push my mom to, you know, get him into sports. And mm-hmm. finally she told the coach, hey, I can get him in. I just don't have the commitment to be driving him in because yeah. of my schedule. And he said, hey, if you sign him up, we'll, we'll, we'll take care of the transportation wow. stuff. So that's how I got in. Wow. Do you remember that coach? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, Tony. Tony and Martin. Martin. Okay. Okay. Yeah. You see, I asked you that because, you know, we all have, like, influential people that, Definitely. you know, come across our lives that, you know, like we look back, we're like, yo, what that person did, it yeah. kind of helped me, it saved yeah. me in, in some ways. Because yeah. even Jamestown, where, 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 where yeah. you're in, it's like, um, it, if you're not playing sports, you know what I mean? Yeah. You could get caught up. You yeah. know, I know what that is, you know, because yeah. in those areas, you can easily get caught up. Easily so, influence. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah, 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 yeah. So being in the, in the sports, you know, what did you take, what were your takes from that? Like, what do you, did you learn from being in sports? Like, like now that you're a grown yeah. adult, like, you know, I want, I want you to like, because I see you're heavily in, in dodging sports. And of course that's the business that you have yeah. right now. You train, yeah. you know, athletes Definitely. and things like that. So, you know, first tell me what you've learned growing up into sports, yeah. right? And then we could get into like what you do now for the, okay. for the kids. Um, growing up in sports, once you get to that competitive stage, it's, you, you learn discipline. Mm. You learn a lot of discipline. You know what it is. You always have an end goal in mind. Mm-hmm. Right? At the beginning of the season, your coach is like, hey, listen, we're trying to win the season, right? Mm-hmm. Each player has a role on the team. This is what I expect from you this season, mm-hmm. right? So you're going through preseason knowing that, hey, I already had a talk with coach. He's saying, hey, if this is what you're going to be playing, this is the minutes I'm giving you, this is the output I want. Yeah. Right? So you learn to handle pressure. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? You learn to set goals for yourself. Mm-hmm. You have that discipline. Yeah. You develop a competitive edge. Mm. And I think the biggest thing is just being, like, resilient. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because, like, you're always going to go through something. Yeah. Whether on the field, off the field. Like, when we were playing, you're never 100%. Sometimes you have a headache. Sometimes your stomach is hurting. You yeah. Hang. Whatever it is, it's always going to be But you got to play through it. Playing mm. through it, right? So I think that's, for me, with sports, I kind of translated that into my life. Whereas, like, people know me as just being kind of, like, even keel. Like, I'm never too hyped up or yeah. never too down because yeah. it's, like... I know that I'm prepared to 
you're always going to go through something. Yeah, yeah. It's never going to be a straight line. So once yeah. you have that in your mind that, hey, just be ready to kind of, you know, yeah. ride the wave until you can get back on stable ground, then just, just, that's the mindset you have to have, right? So yeah. sports really, really helped me get mm -hmm. that, that mental strength. That's deep still because it relates to the map book at the same time because of the map book, you know, we set our goals, we set our intentions, right? And what you said was the, you, you have an end goal. Yeah. You know, when you're, when you're on the team, you know, okay, I want to win yeah. the championship or, I, you know, like yeah. you have the thing in mind and then when you get there, that yeah. feeling is like, yeah. yeah, you know, all this work, all this time that I've been going yeah. through, everything I've been going through, the workouts, yeah. the early morning wake-ups, all yeah. this kind of stuff, it's finally paying off, yeah. right? Yeah. That's pretty much what, what, what you experienced from yeah, there, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then what about with, the, um, with the, uh, the kids that you're dealing with now? Yeah, what, um, with, with that now, I just try to give them back my experiences, right? Yeah. Like, I always, we always talk about um, experience being the best teacher in life, right? Okay, yeah, yeah. And I feel like that's very true, but it doesn't always have to be your, your experience. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? If, if I can tell you, hey, if you walk through that fire, you're going to burn yourself, mm. right? I'm telling you that because I went through it. Mm. I don't think for you to understand what the type of danger is that you have to walk through that same fight. I've already told you, so you're learning from my experience. Yeah. You're past me now. Yeah. Right? So yeah. I think that's um, what I try to give back to these, to these kids is just my experience, understanding that there's going to be an end goal that you want to get to, mm. and there's a path and there's a process. Yeah. And I mean, and the process is always going to be the same, the discipline, the commitment, the sacrifice, the hard work, but the path which you get there will be different. Mm -hmm. Somebody's might seem easy in the beginning stages to you struggling. Then you guys get to another level and you kind of coast through that level a little bit easier than they do, right? So you're all trying to get to the same place, mm -hmm. put in the same effort, which is how the process, but the path is going to be different. So don't worry about that person's path because you don't know what they got to or what stage on their journey they're in. Mm -hmm. you, you could be in your own journey. So right now, you're, you're part of your journey is your difficult side of the journey. Yeah. Right? We're going through all the turbulence now, so... Maybe they've already gone through that. Mm -hmm. You don't know that. Yeah. Right? So by you looking at that, it's going to make you feel like you're hopeless or, you, you know, you kind of get self-doubt because now you're struggling. They're looking like they're doing their thing. But just know everybody's going to go through that struggle. Yeah. Right? No, yeah. for sure. For sure. Yeah. So tell me some of the things that you've gone through that you said, okay, like some of the turbulent times that you've gone through, you know, right now, like at, in, throughout your journey, right? Because you're saying that, you know, with them, everyone's going through a different part. Everyone's yeah. going through a different part of their journey. You know, you could be on the up or someone could be on the down. Mm -hmm. You know, if you can share just things that you've gone through and, and you overcame, mm -hmm. you know, and, and let's go from young, like different, different, because yeah. they don't just happen once. No. You know, we have them multiple yeah. times, right? So, and the reason why I'm asking this is because there could be someone that's listening or watching right yeah. now that's going through that moment right now, mm -hmm. right? So if you, if you don't mind sharing, yeah. uh, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, and so start from start from like, um, I guess as young as you can remember, mm -hmm. and and now just some some different things that you've gone through, right? That you overcame and what you learned from them. Yeah. Um. Well, growing up, you know, with older brothers, mm -hmm. you, you you kind of build a toughness towards about you. Yeah. You kind of build like whatever they can do, I can do too, right? Mm -hmm. So I've always had like that extra belief in myself. Okay. Whatever I want to go do, I'm going to go do it, right? Mm. Sometimes I didn't have a plan how I was going to get it done. But, yeah. you know, so you kind of feel this kind of like super resilience to things. So I need like, examples. Like, give yeah, me an example. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, okay. like, 14, age 14, uh. um, 
I that was my first setback in soccer. I, I broke my my ankle. Okay. Right, I broke my ankle, and that was a big year for me where I was supposed to be recruited for another team. Mm. Right, with our team Ontario. Okay. And so that kind of set me back. Mm -hmm. And um, at the time, did you? How did you? I'm, I'm taking yeah. you probably really upset about it yeah. or something. Like, yeah. How like yeah, t tell me at that time like how did you feel when that happened? Like what I was, was going? On? I was just I was just upset. Like, mm. I, I mean. I don't know if I had that maturity level to really sit back and reflect, mm. but I just felt upset. Like, why? Mm. Like, why? Yeah. Of all times yeah. now. Yeah. Like, it wasn't like something happened so traumatic. You know what I mean? Mm. It was literally just a regular play that always happens. Like, someone yeah. stepped on my foot, uh -huh. I turned, and then my ankle just mm. went out this time, right? Yeah. So I kinda and then obviously the recruits back. and stuff kind of fell back because, yeah. like, okay, yeah, yeah. he's yeah. injured. And it slowed down my process. That I, I mean, at that time, we're not really talking to coaches just okay. yet. But in terms of building your name, building yeah, oh, okay, that, yeah. that, that's a crucial age. Okay, yeah. So I missed half a season, mm. right? So in terms of development and people now developing in those times, yeah. I missed a good six months of that. Okay. Right? So then that was, that was my first one. Okay, and then what, you had to go through rehab or something yeah, like that? Yeah, I had to go through rehab and stuff like that and just kind of, you know, readjust and work back to, to get into where I was. Okay, and you said that happened at a young age. And yeah. I see seen you playing from older, so you probably got stronger even, like yeah. and your skills yeah. got better. Like. Yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely, yeah. So, and then, funny enough, that happened um, November 21st. Okay. Right, four years later, I didn't realize that same day, November 21st, I was playing, I was at high school basketball. Okay. Really shouldn't have been playing, but you know, uh -huh. that's, that was my first love. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. So well, I, 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 I was playing, and um, just the end of practice, we're doing suicides, uh -huh. and I went to touch the line and turn, and my ankle just gave out on me, the same ankle. Oh. This time it didn't break, but I tore the ligaments. Mm. Right? So now when that happened, right away, like, like that one was a major one. Like, my ankle blew up, and to tear ligaments is kind of almost, it's worse than breaking your bone, mm -hmm. right? Because you can't really, that wound heals itself, bone kind of, right? Heals stronger. Yeah, 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 yeah. will come back, but it doesn't have the same elasticity mm -hmm. and strength as, mm -hmm. as the bone, right? So that one was major because that was my last year of high school. That was the year where coaches had already getting offered yeah, 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 and stuff. Yeah. And I had to let them know, hey, I'm, I'm not healthy. I can't, I can't accept this scholarship. I'm oh, man. Right? So then that set me back. So took a year off, mm -hmm. right? Playing and stuff like that. Had a car accident that summer. No, they, oh, the same year, yeah, that year, wow. Yeah. Okay. I hurt my back really bad, that mm. set me off. So, you know, mm. I literally took like about a year off of soccer. Wow. And that was like the time, that was like a tra just transitioning point where people kind of, you're going pro, you're going scholarship. Yeah, that's a time when, yeah, yeah, you're making a move and or you couldn't even play, nothing, you didn't even have yeah, a chance to show yeah. yourself. Or you're going to focus on school, mm. right? So at that time, I just said, you know, all right, let me just focus on school for now, right? Okay. So I still had coaches that were still hitting me up. So my plan was to go to school for a year. Yeah. And then I was going to transfer to go back to the States. Okay. Right. So I finished the first year of school. I wasn't planning on playing. I went to Sheridan, right? Mm -hmm. Like when I was supposed to go to the States. I went to Sheridan and the coach got me on the team. Like I didn't try out. I wasn't, I was supposed to play. My mind was, I don't want to lose any years you're of just eligibility. Education you're yeah, on. I'm okay. just going to go to yeah. school. Because if I played that year, uh -huh. I'd lose a year if I transferred. Oh, so I didn't yeah. want to waste any years. Yeah, so I yeah. said, I'm just going to go to school, uh -huh. grades, and I'm going to transfer. Okay. Coach realized I was there, wondering, like, yo, why aren't you playing? Like, you know, mm. just play, just play. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I played, had a great season, yeah. had a couple of individual awards. Nice. And then, um, yeah, I just got back into it again, played okay. a couple more years. Mm -hmm. Started getting into my field of, of work. Okay. Right. Um, then I ran into an old coach of mine. 
And he remembers me from like U12, U13. So mm. he was wondering like, where did you end off? Like he's thinking you had potential. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I told him what I was doing. And he's like, no, mm. like, let's train, let's train. Okay. I'm going to get you to Europe. Mm. Just give me, you know, so boom, we're training. I'm working with him. And at that time I had plans to go to Portugal. Okay. And then my last major injury, like, Youth soccer, I had that one injury, U14, but it wasn't too, too serious, yeah. but like, that was it. Other than that, resilient. Mm. It's, once I got into my adult years is when everything happened. So at oh, okay. age 24, getting ready to head out is when I broke my femur. What's a femur? It's the, your thigh bone. Oh. It's the strongest bone in your body. How do you break that? It was just a, it's a freak Soccer play yeah. kind of thing? Yeah. Oh, yeah. wow. It was just a freak accident. Just the way I landed and the pressure, the way my body, yeah. Ooh. Bad, so the whole snap. Mm. I was on crutches for about five months. Wow, I had to learn how to walk again. In total, it was about like a 16 month recovery. Wow, yeah. So once that happened, mm. I just had to retire. Oh, for, for the I, I hung it up. yeah. I mean, I played, I played yeah. just you know, just for my own mental clarity because yeah. it was a rough time. So mm-hmm. I just pushed myself to say, Hey, I wanted to get back and say I left the game on my terms, yeah. Not, I just left because. Yeah. Damage, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I got back and I played it. I felt comfortable. And then I just said, right, you know what? At least I left on my terms and now I'm trying to give back to the next generation. No, that's proper because, you know, it, it's interesting because you had all this potential, right? But God shows us that he's in control. Like, you know, so he's your direction right. in terms of where you're going and all the skills and experiences that you've gone yeah. through. You know, it seems like that's where you're at now because you're still really doing so, soccer. Yes. If you take it in, right? So now yeah. you're still doing in, and other sports, exactly. you know, and, and the conditioning, yeah. you know? So talk about that more. Yeah, so um, pretty much that's what my injuries is what got me into this field. Mm. Like, I never was into the sciences and, and whatnot. I was, I was a numbers guy, math guy. So mm-hmm. I thought I was going to get into finance, accounting. Okay. Like, that's what I was interested in, right? Yeah. And then just... Researching it more and more and seeing the job settings that I would be in, yeah. I was like, that's not my personality. I yeah. can't just be sitting in the yeah. office. And, yeah. Right? So it was during one of my um, injuries when I was getting rehabbed, the trainer that was, or physio that was rehabbing me, I seen that they had a lot of like, professional athletes mm-hmm. come into the clinic, like Maple Leaf players, okay. uh, Blue Jays, mm-hmm. you know, Toronto rock the lacrosse yeah, yeah 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 so yeah. then i was like yo that's pretty cool like you get to work with all these athletes and yeah. they come in there and stuff but I, I like the whole vibe you know the energy so i asked wait what do i have to do if i want to you know do this too wow right yeah, and yeah, they yeah. said oh well you got your sciences biology physiology mm. you know mm. and so, this is in rehab you said right? yeah okay oh, you yeah. see that that's, that's so that amazing was like my co-op so i yeah. had to kind of see that okay, stuff okay okay and then i just i think it was just like it just came natural to me like i yeah. just right away i was like yeah and it's then you started studying more the body yeah, and yeah. things like that. Like, what so, can you share about the body? Like, you know, I want to, I want to get some insight. Like, yeah. what are the key things? Like, even, um, and we're going to go into, you know, the training program and what you do and yeah. stuff. But like, what are, what, what, in terms of the body and the science and stuff like that, what are some things that stood out to you that you'd like to share? Just how resilient the body is, mm. right? The body's always going to find a way to be efficient. Mm. It may not be best for you, mm-hmm. but it's best for the body, mm. right? So, any like we're, we're like a habit of our, um, we're a creature of our habits. So if we sit a lot, yeah, right, your body's gonna be conditioned to that, mm. and you sitting too much is gonna lead to conditions, right? Yeah, people get like sciatica and stuff. Yeah, you know, it's like say um, bus drivers or truck drivers. Yeah, they're high rate of getting sciatica uh-huh. because that's the nerve that 
that you yeah, set yeah, up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hilda right? just actually was talking exactly. about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. So when you when you so those type of things, right? Mm. Um, say someone who's on a computer a lot, office jobs, they get mm. carpal tunnel syndrome because mm. of the, the notion, right? So your body's pretty much gonna adapt to whatever stresses you, you put on there. Mm. Right. So why not put good stresses on there so then it, it gets stronger? Good stresses, explain that. What's right. good stresses? Good stresses, I mean, are, are things that are going to release the proper hormones that give you the excitement, the feel-good hormones, right? So working out mm -hmm. is a good stress. Okay. Yoga, different forms of uh, exercises, okay. you know, are good stresses. And just positive energy. Right? Yeah, you yeah. Feel like when you feel like when you look good, you do good, yeah. start to feel good, you get a different feel yeah, about feel, your yeah, energy, yeah, yeah, you know? Yeah. So those are the type of things that you want to... So you come regular morning routine, you wake up, you know what I mean, you got, you got. I, I like to give grace. You know, I like of to be course. thankful, right? So yeah. you do that, then you look at what your day wants to look like. Mm -hmm. What's my day gonna look like, right? Yeah. Then before I attack it, I like to make sure physically I'm yeah. prepared. So yeah. I do my little morning routine. Nice, right? like a workout. Yeah. Okay. Workout. Okay. Okay. Then I, I start my day. Okay. Yeah, I, I find when when you're disciplined in one area of your life, or when you really put effort in one area of your life. It has like a trickling effect mm -hmm. into everywhere else, mm -hmm. right? So to always get back on track, I try to like go back to what you feel is your, your like your natural state. Like yeah. me, I'm naturally an athlete. Yeah. So my whole life has always been active. So when I feel like I'm going through slumps or energy's low, I get back to playing sports more and okay. not just working out. And I get yeah. back that same energy I had. I take that energy and I put it into the other aspects of my life. Okay. You rechannel it. Yeah, use yeah. it. Yeah, nice, nice, exactly. nice, nice. Yeah. So now, um, when you're going through and you learned, you learned about uh, this stuff when you're doing your co-op and yeah. you're seeing this thing, you say, oh, I want to know more. What, what is this thing? Like, you know, mm -hmm. so how did, I, how did it go from there to training these youths to be yeah. professionals? How did it go from that? Um, I noticed with myself, like, I was always athletically gifted. So when I went through my first, my most major injury, the femur, mm -hmm. like that was the first time I realized like what it felt like to not really be athletic. Okay. Like movements were hard for me, jumping, mm -hmm. running, landing, like I felt weak. Yeah. So when I rehabbed and strengthened myself, I realized like how powerful the body is mm -hmm. and that if you program it to respond a certain way, it's, it's going to do it. Yeah. As long as you're, you're hitting it right. Uh-huh. Right? So... Then I started saying, well, I've gone through that. I understand the game of soccer. I understand the body now. How can mm. I put those two things together? Mm. Right? And I had a passion for soccer that kind of got cut short from me, right? Yeah. So I still wanted to be around the game. Yeah. And then I said, you know what? Let me just work with, with soccer players. Okay. And work on the player development. And, you uh -huh. know. So how did the first, how did the first, your first, uh, students or your yeah. first day how, how did they come about like if you can share um, you are listening to the Wealth Talk podcast hosted by Richard Adokasi from Create Wealth Network the Wealth Talk podcast is expanding on the principles that are within the map book the mind assistance program particularly the focus 11 which are 11 aspects that we focus on in life to create wealth these aspects include mental spiritual physical, relationships, financial, yourself, contribution, new, business, learn, discipline. We will feature guests that specialize in these aspects to expand your awareness and consciousness on creating wealth. Thank you and enjoy the show. I was working at the OSA, so okay. the Ontario Soccer Association. Okay. That's like the head for where the provincial programs. Mm -hmm. Um, how I got that gig, literally, 
I walked in there. I walked in there. Um, I told my he's a former player. This is my resume. Um, I, this is my schooling. At that time, I was still in school, and mm. I said, like, I'm really interested in even if I can just come on as a as like a, a volunteer. Mm. I want to be around athletes and just kind of you know shadow a trainer or something. Um, unfortunately, I guess, you know, in my industry, sometimes now it's a little bit more open because of social media and stuff. But mm-hmm. at that time, people try to hide their training methods. Oh, okay. It was competitive. They mm-hmm. don't want you to have the same edge as them. Right? Mm-hmm. So the trainers weren't open to me shadowing and being around. Mm-hmm. So I said, OK, well, no, thanks. Whatever. So I'm leaving. And uh, one of my old coaches that I had from like maybe 10 years ago, uh-huh. he was a national team coach, like a highly respected okay. coach, um, Carlos Rivas. Mm-hmm. Right, he played World Cup as well too. Oh seven. wow! Yeah, he was a big okay. coach. Um, he see me, so another talk. Hey, you mm-hmm. know, wasted talent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I, I heard, you know, I heard. I'm like, okay, thank you, thank you. I'm trying, you know. So yeah. Then we just spoke. He's in good chat because we left. I guess they must have heard the talk because when he see me, he embraced me. So they heard like the energy outside. So they must have said, "Oh, hey, that was, that was Jesse. I just ran into you know one of my old players." So I guess when he gave them a bit more of my background. Yeah. made them say, okay, hey, you know what, let's see what's up. So they emailed me and said, we don't really have a position for you, but mm-hmm. if you can create something mm-hmm. and offer us, mm-hmm. then we can go about it. Okay. So I said, well, let me work with the players that are injured, coming off of injury, that want to get back into mm-hmm. top shape. Because you went that. through that. I exactly. went through yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, so yeah. now kids that are coming off of any type of surgeries, ACL, mm. uh, torn hamstring, broken ankle, groin pull, whatever it was, yeah. I would get them back up to game speed and nice. then tell the coach, hey, he's fit, he can, or the doctor yeah. will clear him. And then, and then he could play again. Yeah, okay. so I started doing that. And okay. that, that grew into me working with teams. And then oh, from wow. there, I had players that I worked with from a youth level that I've graduated on and now become professionals. Mm, yeah, because you've been working so long, now they're yeah. older, yeah, okay, yes, okay. Yes, yes. So you have that, that resume, yeah. you built that resume. Definitely. Yeah, so, so um, from him going, he told them, you're, now you're working with injury prone mm-hmm. athletes, and then uh, you get, I, I take it, you have uh, the groups, but was there someone, like did you start with individual or you started with like a I whole I started team? with um, individual, so it was okay. two, three kids that okay. were say on Team Ontario. Okay. But they can't train because they're not fully healthy. Yeah. So I was working with that group on the side. Okay. And then other teams, club teams that would use the same facility to train, mm. they would see me working mm. and be like, could you train the whole team? Okay. So then I started getting business that way where now different teams within the communities like in Vaughan and Woodbridge, Oakville, yeah. Mississauga, Brampton, different teams are bringing me in to do fitness for the, for the whole team. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Right, so then my name started to build from there and within their individual parents would be like, I want that same focus just for my, my son, son. Okay, yeah, yeah. Or, or for my daughter. Mm-hmm. So then that's where uh, the individual kind of training aspect okay, took okay. off from there. Because I, I kind of like that sense better because you get to put more focus on them. Mm-hmm. right? When you're doing a team, it's sort of like a generic program. Yeah. You do an assessment, you kind of see, okay, the team's kind of lacking on endurance. Mm-hmm. But maybe out of the 20 players... Only seven of them are lacking. Okay. Uh-huh. The other 13 are good. Yeah. But if I go and I make the program strictly endurance, I'm taking away from what the other guys, other guys are doing. Exactly. And it's only yeah. so, right? But mm-hmm. it's still beneficial. Mm-hmm. But for me, I like, I'm more of a person like a one on one, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, because, yeah, when you to, uh, train with one on one and then you see them perform, then yeah, you can really see, like, what you taught them and see if they're, yeah, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. I, I feel it's more rewarding in terms of seeing 
what you've done with somebody, right? Yeah. Like for me, I never take the credit. They put in all the work. I'm just guiding them through it. But mm-hmm. you get to see where they start. Yeah. Then you see them where they finish. And then it helps you even monitor, like, hey, you know what? Watching the game, I'm seeing when you start to get tired, your body starts to do these movements, meaning this could be weak or this could mm-hmm. be overworked. When we go back to training, this is what we got to focus on. Mm-hmm. Right? So you, you kind of get to really follow them all the way through where when it's a full team, yeah. you're not really getting that one. It's like a specialist and a doctor. You know what I mean? Yeah. A specialist is going to deal with exactly what you need. Mm-hmm. A mm-hmm. doctor kind of has a broad, broad range of yeah, things. Broad so range kind of just touch up everything. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. Specialists go key in exactly. on, on what it is that yeah. that you're looking for. You know, that's that's amazing still because yeah. I, I I knew you work with things. I didn't know you went, that you're that deep in it, man. Yeah, you know, you have to be. Yeah. Right? I mean, in my field now, it's become a lot, it's come very saturated. Mm-hmm. Right? Everybody is a fitness trainer. Yeah. Which is good because for me, I'm not one of those people who get upset about of it. Of course. Yeah. Like, you could take a weekend course mm-hmm. and become a fitness trainer. Yeah. And you can have a degree to yeah. become a fitness trainer. Mm-hmm. Right? For me, it's just, it's how you communicate your message yeah. to, your, to your players yeah. or to your clients, whether mm-hmm. it's general population or not, right? Mm-hmm. So if, if you study, you, you, don't have to, you don't have to study because you're in a classroom means that you have the knowledge, right? Yeah. If you took a weekend course, but you've continued your own studies and you're, and you're yep. reading and you're actively like doing the work yourself, because yeah. you're, you're like, as a trainer usually, you're your best experience. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, you always experiment yourself. Exactly. Yeah. See how different things work, and then you kind of try with your clients and see what works and what doesn't. Mm-hmm. Right? You never want to just know, okay, this is exactly what my client needs. Mm-hmm. Right? So, so you sound very service oriented, and, and, and that's something that I'm really big on as well. Yeah. And when you understand even the law of compensation, states that you, know, you have to provide service. And just yeah. talking about, you know, how you work with these kids and the detail of how you're going mm-hmm. into these kids, like, you know, like the service, expand that because like you said, there's a lot of other trainers, yeah. right? But the service, like how, how do you differentiate your service from everyone else? For me, I, I go the extra mile. Mm-hmm. I, I look at it as I would do this truthfully without being paid, mm-hmm. right? So mm-hmm. for me to do the extra things that I do, that's my contribution that's, yeah. that's me yeah. giving back to, yeah. the, to the kid because i know what it could do for them exactly you know what i'm saying like yeah. i know that little uh, attention i'm giving that kid at 12 13 that yeah. that confidence that i'm that i'm trying to instill in him mm-hmm. that work ethic you know that resiliency mm-hmm. he may not realize it now but maybe at 18 19 he might be going through a time where what i was doing with him at 12 13 comes into play now yeah where he remembers the time where i pushed him past his limits mm-hmm. and overcame it right so mm-hmm. i kind of look at it as like a long term i want to leave a lasting impression mm-hmm. i'm not just there okay three months you got in shape and that's it yeah you know what I mean? yeah I, I want it to be a lasting yeah a it lasting sounds impression. it sounds like you want for them as if it was you 100 percent right yeah 100 yeah. percent that's, I think when you're given, that's what it... That's what it is, yeah. That's, that's what it should be, right? Like exactly. I, if, if I would do this for myself, then why would I... Why, why would you hold back on, on, on them, exactly, right? Yeah, right? So yeah, I yeah. give more. Like, usually, you know, sessions are one-hour sessions when you're yeah. training. Mm-hmm. A lot of my sessions might go to hour and 20, hour and 30. Okay. Right? But they're only paying for the hour. Yeah, yeah. Just if I knew I had more to give mm-hmm. or I wanted to finish more with them, mm-hmm. I'm not going to cut it short because... Yeah. Hours done. The hour's done, exactly. I'm going to finish off what I was doing. And that transfers to them too. So yeah. now when they're doing maybe a workout, you know, and they're and, and it's like a 10-minute workout, they're mm-hmm. like, oh no, you know, Coach Jesse, whatever, you yeah. go extra. 
He goes extra, yeah. so I'm going extra yeah. too. Oh, oh, right? absolutely. For sure. And then I'm sure you, you see that on the, on the yeah. court. Because yeah. I, I, I know uh, right now, I mean, when you talk about contribution, um, you, you and Murphy, you know, uh, actually yeah. got together and yes, you yes, guys are, yes, are yes. doing a big contribution. You know, I, like, please expand on that because that needs to get out there. Yes, uh, thanks for bringing that up. Um, today's actually our, our one year anniversary. Okay, congratulations, thank man. You, thank you. Uh, me and my boy, uh, we grew up playing soccer as well together. Mm. Playing against each other, we were competitors. We didn't really have a good relationship. Like, we both were competitors. We were both yeah. very competitive yeah, yeah, yeah. by nature. So, and we were on like rival teams. Mm -hmm. like, you know but it's mean? a respect team. You guys yeah, it's a respect yeah, 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 right? Yeah. So, we had a very intense battle and then. We ended up joining on the same team as we got older, mm -hmm. right? And it went our ways. But, um, you know, we both played, went away, and I guess I got into the coaching and stuff a little bit sooner. He was still uh, overseas playing. Mm -hmm. And then when he came back, he got into, you know, coaching a little bit in his and working in his field and then coaching and helping players out. And we kind of were doing similar work. I was helping kids prepare for scholarships, helping kids prepare for GoPro, mm -hmm. and he was coaching youth. And... We just had a mindset where we just wanted to give back and make it a little bit easier. Like, I mm -hmm. felt like us, we should be, try to create like a, a blueprint, like a cheat sheet mm -hmm. for kids mm -hmm. to go through it. They don't have to go through the exact same struggle. They can know about the struggle, but if we can make it a little bit easier in the experiences that they have to go through, yeah, that's the, that's the win. Okay. Right? So, um, I ran into him. You know, we've always been, I mean, both Kenyan, right? We're yeah. both in the same community. So, you'll see him time to time, but mm -hmm. I ran into him. Um, and we just started talking about soccer and then we realized that we're kind of doing the same thing, similar visions, we're talking the same language. Mm -hmm. So we actually started coaching a university program. Okay. Uh, Laurie Branford, we started coaching in four years. Oh, nice. So we started coaching together and those car rides in the morning time okay. spawned a lot of conversation yeah. of what we see ourselves doing and mm -hmm. what we're giving back. And um, we both had a vision of going back home because mm -hmm. we knew that the talent back home is, is exceptional. Mm -hmm. um, soccer being the number one sport, or they call it football, yeah, yeah. being the number one sport back home in Ghana, it's like, why not yeah. give opportunity, right? We've seen a few of them here doing really well that mm -hmm. have opportunity to come here. So mm -hmm. we started researching, um, seeing ways we can implement that, and we realized well, the best way to do it is to associate it with a school. Mm -hmm. a soccer program within a school because to get them out of the country is very difficult. Mm -hmm. But if they're leaving the country through school, mm -hmm. it's easier to get the papers to travel and stuff, yeah. right? And also just to get them scholarships, we, we push academics first. Yes. Right? So uh, last year, at uh, the same time, we went back home after months and months of preparation and marketing and promotion, and we had an identification camp. Okay. So we had over 250 kids wow. come out. To uh, train and, and, and to see their skills, yeah, yeah, I guess, skill yeah, level yeah. and all We that. broke it down from age 9 to 16. Okay. Right? So we had like maybe 30, 40 kids in each each group. Oh, lead. Right? And it was a How five, long was this for? It was a five-day camp. Oh, wow. Right? Each group um, goes an hour and a half a day. Mm. Right? So we go Oh, back start everything early. So from seven o'clock, yeah, we're out there, yeah. boom, 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 till about like one p.m., two p.m. Yeah, and we finish, and then we'll you know go evaluate, go through all the names we've seen, remember who we liked, go mm -hmm. through our notes, mm -hmm. and make a little list, and then by the time we finished, then we had our, our selection. Because mm -hmm. you said you, you uh, academics as well, so you had them in the classroom as yeah, well. Yeah. So had... after we got all our um, 
our players selected, mm -hmm. right, that we like their talent. Now we have to make sure that they're academically um, eligible as well, too. We have to be strong. Yeah. Right? And the school we, we affiliated with, they're a very strong school academically. Okay. They're known internationally as well, too. They have affiliations with uh, Cambridge in, in UK and Harvard oh, wow. and MIT in, in the US. So they're very hard on academics or very big on academics. Right? Mm. And we felt like that would kind of give us an advantage if our kids can go through this program. Mm. When we get them abroad, yeah. people know they're getting strong students first, mm -hmm. plus soccer. Mm -hmm. Soccer's an added, nature, yeah. Yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. So um, we got them to do an assessment, math and, math and English. Mm -hmm. And unfortunately, we couldn't take everybody. Yeah. So the ones who hit the scores that... Certain um, score, the highest, that, higher that score. That were in line with what the school's requirements mm -hmm. were the ones that, that that we took yeah and, and it's, it's just the first you said your one year anniversary right yeah so with it being the first year i'm sure the other people that didn't get to advance they're now taking academic series 100 percent, right and that's part of your plan i take it you that's know you're setting we, yeah. that standard yeah. for the for them yes. so you see okay yeah you love soccer you're good at soccer but you're not really going where as far as we want you to go yeah unless your marks are good that's what we try to explain to them. We try mm -hmm. to tell them, like, you guys got to use soccer as a vehicle, mm -hmm. right, to, to travel the world, to, to get what you want. Mm -hmm. This is your talent. This is your God-given abilities, yeah. right? Back home, you're taught if you're an athlete, you're an athlete. If you're academic, you're academic. Mm. They don't really have student athletes. Mm. So the ones who are athletic, they just push them athletically, hoping to go pro. Mm. They don't go to scholarship pro. Mm. It's very difficult for that to happen. Mm. And then some, some of them that are very academically inclined, mm also have athletics, mm -hmm. but because they're into books, their parents push them into books, thinking mm -hmm. sports will distract them, right? We mm -hmm. want to say, hey, we can create more opportunity mm -hmm. if you combine the mm -hmm. two. Yeah, yeah. Right? So when we put those kids in school, we, we funded half of their tuition wow. and boarding. Wow. Right? We funded 30 kids to go, to go to school. And I know in Ghana, most schools are like private school. Private school. So yeah. it, it, it was, was pricey. Yeah, yeah it, was, it, was, it was a lot of money. So how are you guys getting funding for this? Like how um, right now, a lot of it is out of our own pockets. Wow. Um, we've had some sponsors that, that, that have helped out. Mm -hmm. um, that helped out Emmanuel Construction, Roxy Care. Okay. Services. Yeah. Um, so people have helped us out. And then um, we've just done our, our, own, our own pocket. Wow, I think, you know, and, and, and that's another reason for the Well Top Podcast, you know, like, we want to be able to at least reach as many people as possible, because there's probably yeah. people that are out there, you know, right now that have, want to give back help in out. some kind yeah. of way, right? Yes. And they don't yes. know what kind of platforms they exactly. can help out at. And Definitely. this one sounds like it's very progressive, because the people want, like the kids, they're coming as kids, and they love soccer, yes, they'll play it. soccer all day. So now you guys are raising a bar and you're saying, okay, you have to get good marks. Exactly. So now you're going to increase their education. So now they yes. become smarter people. And then you're also getting them to come to the U.S., Canada, yep. and, and travel and see a whole new world. world yeah. You know, open up their mind. Exactly. Right? And then from when they do that, now mm -hmm. who can they show that to? That's you know what I mean? And that's a ripple effect and it keeps that's, growing. That's yep. our whole message because even if they don't become a professional soccer player and they finish off with a degree, they've gained an experience that they wouldn't have gained. So mm -hmm. now when they come back home, they can contribute. Yep. Back home. When you see back home, a lot of our businesses mm -hmm. are people who studied abroad. Or yep. if they didn't study abroad, they traveled mm -hmm. abroad, mm -hmm. different places, yep. gained knowledge, seen, had experiences, mm -hmm. came back, mm -hmm. and you know, brought those things there, right? So yep. we feel like that's just our way of kind of 
contributing to building, that. building up back home okay. as well too, right? So yeah, and I also want to congratulate you as well, as I know you guys uh, got someone a scholarship. Yeah. You know, um, uh, a, 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 a I guess he was t talented and he had the education, right? Yes, I yes, think yes, it. yes, yes. Yeah, our, our first one, a twelve-year-old. Okay. Um, great player. He passed all academic tests that we we had. Test over here in the U.S. as well too. He passed them. We mm -hmm. had to do like a Skype exam for him. Mm -hmm. and everything went well. So uh, just the whole COVID situation kind of it's putting a bit of a yeah, a little bit of a pause thing. So stuff, yeah. we're hoping that you know borders open up and mm -hmm. embassies open up so the rest of the paperwork can um, go through. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So right now he's, he's I guess he's in Ghana getting yeah, ready yeah, to oh, come he's down. Training, he's training. Okay, he's, nice. he's, he's excited. Nice. You know. So you guys stay in communication with all the yeah, kids. Definitely. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, nice. Yeah. Nice. So yeah. even though you're here, because I know I seen on Murphy's um, on his Instagram, I guess there's still training going back. Oh, back still home training. Yeah. We um, we set up once we left. We we set up like a whole year training program. Okay. Long term development program. Mm -hmm. The focus that we want to focus on. In did it in quarterly, so every three months mm -hmm. there's a focus that we have them focusing on, right? Mm -hmm. To develop their skills physically, uh, tactically, technically, mm -hmm. mentally, right? Mm -hmm. And we have coaches there on the ground that we've hired. Okay. That we've given them opportunity as well, too. We're giving them work. Wow. Right? So they come strictly just to coach our players mm -hmm. um, and train them for us while, while we're here. And you guys get the reports or something? Yeah, reports yeah, coming yeah, in. We get, we get reports, they send us videos, so we get to see how the, how the guys are developing. Cause we want to make sure that they're taking it serious because we're funding half of their schooling. Yeah. Just like if they were to come here and get your schooling funded, they mm -hmm. need to understand if you're not holding your end of the bargain, that scholarship will get pulled. Yeah, get away. pulled. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah so yeah, yeah. same thing with us. Don't just take it as, hey, I got, I've been selected. My, my job is done. Mm -hmm. This is just the beginning. It's of the beginning. Journey. Yeah. Mm -hmm. right? This is just the beginning of your journey. Mm -hmm. There's a lot more work to do, but we're here to support you guys if this is what you guys want to do, right? So we let them know, like we didn't sell no dreams. Mm -hmm. We said. Giving you an opportunity. Yeah, we want to give back. Mm. It's a proven, proven method. Mm -hmm. If you guys put in that work, mm -hmm. you know what I mean, and you have the belief in your confidence, we're gonna guide you through it. Mm -hmm. And the end result is either gonna be your dreams of pro soccer, or mm -hmm. bare minimum, you're landing yourself a scholarship, and at yeah. least you have your foot in the door in whatever profession you want to get into. Right? So exactly, and more yeah, opportunities. No, that's 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 no, that's that's amazing. Honestly, I really commend you guys, and yeah, I you know, I may have reach reach out to you guys, see however yeah, nah, I can be involved been, as, been, as well. You've been, you've been help. Yeah. No, we have, yeah, we have to, man, because you know, in in going back to universal laws and the law of one, right? And the law of one states that we have to be living as a we community. You know, we mm -hmm. can't be I. You know, we, there has yeah. to be we. Exactly. You know, and and you know, like with every everyone, however you could see, you could fit inside it. The puzzle of, of anyone that's trying to yeah. do something, see how you can contribute, you know, to adding on to that, mm -hmm. you know, and, and and yeah, like if there is anyone that's tuning into this podcast and you know wants to you know help these help these youth and 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 the kids, it, I guess you work all age. I guess you said there's an age range, right? For back home, yeah, for back yeah, home. Yeah, but you guys home. also are, are looking Over to do that here, here as well. Right? Yes, yes, we um just from school age, mm -hmm. we have from nine and up. Okay. Yeah, we uh we last summer we, we did a program when we came back. Mm -hmm. where we were helping kids in, in the community. Yeah. Just develop same know, kind of thing, right? Yeah. Sports and education. education yeah. Mm -hmm. Workshops teach them character building, teach them lessons on mm -hmm. life. Workshop, um, confidence, mm -hmm. goal setting, mm -hmm. right? Discipline, stuff, things, 
something of that nature. Nice, so, nice. Just trying to instill those things because, like, we talked, we asked him what I learned about sports, and I, I feel sports and life go, like, hand in hand. It's very, I, I think it's important that most, most kids should play. It doesn't have to be competitive sports, mm-hmm. right? I'm not saying you have to have your kid in top sports, but mm-hmm. they, they need to be in, a, in an environment like that where it's going to challenge them, mm-hmm. constantly challenge them. They're going to learn from their peers and mm-hmm. they get to grow, right? And it's, it's healthy for you as well, too. Yeah, yeah. Also, Mentally. even they know about the team, team concept, yeah, right? team concept. Yeah, right? Yeah, you yeah. build those. You work with different personalities, mm-hmm. right? In life, you never, like you're saying, it's a we, it's not yeah. one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. if you don't know how to work with different personalities mm-hmm. and get along and stuff, you're at a disadvantage. Exactly. Right? I feel like sports kind of allows you to, to all go for an individual goal that you want, but you're doing it collectively as a Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Another thing that you pointed out, you said that the, the, um, the, the kids that in, in, in Ghana that you're working on right now, you get them to the U.S., right? Mm-hmm. Um, so what about Canada? Does Canada not have the same kind of opportunities? Um, they do. It's just a little bit more difficult in terms of the funding, mm. right? We don't offer scholarships like the U.S. In does. Canada, they don't offer scholarships? Very minimal. Okay. Very minimal, right? So in the U.S., you can go to school as an international student coming from Canada mm. and got scholarship. Yeah. Oh, yeah, because U.S., they're focused on sports a lot. Yeah, right? right. So you go to school and your tuition, your boarding, your food, everything combined, books, you might be paying like 40000 mm. as an international student mm-hmm. per year, but you're on scholarship. Yeah. So you'll get that paid. So it's paid, paid for it. In Canada, you're not, you're not going to get the same thing, right? So... We've tried to do some things here to bring these kids here as well, too, but they would have to pay international fees. They would have to pay private school fees. Mm. In the U.S., they're getting a full scholarship. For real? Yeah. So who decides this? Is it the schools? Is it the government? The committee? Like, Where? In, like, terms, of in like, terms of, like, full scholarships in Canada? Oh, in Canada? Um, I think it's just based on, like, there's an organization within the sports, within CIS Sports, mm-hmm. and where the funding is because... Money has to be um, generated to give these scholarships. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. In the U.S., they have a football team. One mm-hmm. game, my mm-hmm. college game, I bring in a million dollars revenue. Yeah, right? you have seventy thousand in the in the fans. Yeah, you have the concession stand. Mm-hmm. You have TV rights. You have mm-hmm. jersey sales. It yeah. Brings in money. Mm-hmm. Right. We don't have that same love and passion for sports. Canada, mm. so we don't generate as much money. I think we do, but I just think it's maybe it's too young. Cause like, look at the Raptors last year; like the yeah. whole of Canada was yeah. downtown Toronto, I, right? I get that. Yeah. But imagine that's been the states every yeah 30, for, for 40, years. 50 yeah. years. Yeah, ago. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You know I'm saying. Like, so you know, you're a pioneer, so then, man. Yeah, 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 yeah. I that's feel it. like it's coming. Mm. I feel like. The more and more they seen Canadian talent do well in the in the in the pro leagues are yeah because we see now we America, see a lot of Canadians going professional we're, we're competing right yeah. so they know the talent is here yeah we know the talent is here mm. we need to build the infrastructure to keep on keeping the talent here yeah right like we just have the CPL right the Canadian Premier League mm. that just came about it's both okay. going into its second year I played in it. Years ago, okay. when I was a semi-pro league, it wasn't mm. a full professional league. Okay, now it's a professional yeah, league. Yeah, it was full okay. pro, semi-pro at the time, and you're not really getting paid too much. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. You, you might get 300 fans at a big mm. game and stuff like that. It wasn't really promoted because there's not enough money behind it. Yeah. Now we're growing where, and those 
Canadian professional league, but it was just within Ontario. Mm. We had one team coming from Quebec area okay. to travel, right? Other than, but now they have a Hamilton team, okay. they have a York team, okay. they have a uh, Manitoba team. Oh, wow. A couple teams out east, a couple teams in Calgary. Okay. A team in Calgary, one team out east. Nice. Right? So it's grown a bit now. So I just feel like we have the framework to start, to, to start building. Mm. And we just have to give back. I mean, the contribution that you yeah. keep talking about. Because mm-hmm. in the U.S., like a quick example, I, I brought some kids there when I was training with Ontario soccer. Well, we went there as a, as a team mm-hmm. for um, exposure. Yeah. So we went to like Ohio State, Louisville, University of Kentucky, West Virginia. And when you went to the school, every school facility, it's like in honor of this. Like there's always a donation. Yeah. Like, pretty much athletes who have graduated from that school or students who have graduated and become successful in whatever careers they have always contribute back to the school. Mm-hmm. So that generates money. Yeah. And then, because they're very prideful. Yeah. In the U.S., wherever you graduate yeah, from. Yeah, yeah. You, you hold that. To, yeah. That's your family. Yeah, 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 right? Yeah, so yeah. you want to make sure that anyone that comes through that school has the best experience as well, too. Mm-hmm. So you're always giving back. Yeah. Right? Like, I'm not sure who it was, but I seen they had a, the person had a star. At Ohio State, and mm. the reason why they got that because they donated over a million dollars wow. back to the school mm-hmm, mm-hmm. in terms of redoing things. Right? Yeah, like yeah. Carmelo Anthony, he went to Syracuse University. Yeah, they just named the uh, the new sports gym or whatever after him mm. because he donated, donated a couple million to mm. rebuild it. Right? We haven't, we don't have that same yeah. luxury here. Yeah, we don't have someone that left York University. And can come back and say, hey, yeah. I want to build a state-of-the-art facility. Yeah. Right? So, but I think we're on the path where we're getting there. We're getting there. No, for sure. For sure. And, 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 and you're that's a trailblazer me. because, you know, right now, without, when the opportunities aren't there, you know, that's when you really got to put in the most work. But oh, you're definitely. opening doors. You know, you're that's opening doors, right? That's what it's about. Mm. And, yes. and, and keep doing that, man. Keep doing that, you know, mm-hmm. and, and, and getting it more out there, you know, mm-hmm. to more people, you know, um, before we wrap up, I just want you to, you know, just give give a few gems. Give us a few gems, you know, uh, you know, through your journey, through your experience, you know, um, you know, for for people that are, are, are listening, that are watching, yeah. you know, that you know, this wealth talk, you know, so you yeah. know, just in, in general, because right now, you you related your whole life experience is now your business. Yeah. If you take it in, right? It is. You it know, is. so it's like, it and and and, that, and that's one thing that you know a lot of people, you know don't realize like what your passion is can be your business you can mold it into your business absolutely right absolutely so like share a few like some gems with us you know while you know while we're here um a couple things i like to you know i always talk about like be your own silver lining right Mm -hmm. for me it's like be be your own hope Mm -hmm. you know a lot of times we go through things and we're looking for Oh, if I can just get this from this person. Mm-hmm. No, put that confidence in yourself and know that whatever I've been through, as long as I'm able to, mm-hmm. to go through it, yeah. I'm the silver lining. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to make that mm-hmm. better. Be for your myself. own silver lining, okay? You know what I mean? That's okay. something I, I, like really, that. I really like. It mm-hmm. kind of keeps you know, even kill. You don't get too mm-hmm. down on yourself. Yeah, right? exactly. Because um, you know you're, you're the determinant factor yeah. of whatever it is that is, yeah. is going to come. You, you're the one that has to do it. You're, putting, you're pretty much. Um, taking 100% responsibility of your life. Exactly. Mm. Exactly, right? And um, whatever you're doing, like, it has to inspire. When it inspires somebody, you're going to be passionate about it. Mm. Just the way, the way, the way it connects, right? So, yeah. you know, some people, oh, I can't wait till it's Friday. 
Yeah. Ah oh, man, it's Monday. Mm. You know, and then reading you know some of the books I've read, I and I seen a quote where it was like, "Why don't you love your Mondays as much as you love your Fridays?" Mm. Right. And for me, it's like that's that should be everyone's mission should be to love any day of the week. Yeah. Yeah. Because you're enjoying what you're doing. Mm-hmm. It shouldn't be oh, it's Monday today. Why is Monday bad? Mm-hmm. If you're actually passionate and love what you're doing, mm-hmm. besides the stuff that we go through in life. Yeah. You should be positive about, yeah. hey, I get another day to start yeah. on, my, on my passion and, and yeah. continue what I love to do and, you know, yeah. build from there, right? So those are things that I feel like, not to say everyone should just quit a nine to five and mm. go be an entrepreneur mm. because it's a different type of animal yeah. that you have to have it in you, yeah. but develop a passion. Mm-hmm. Don't get bored. I say get curious, mm-hmm. right? Rather than being bored, research something, find something that interests you and then develop a, a liking to it. If that turns into a passion... Do it. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Do it. Continue doing it. Because if you want to do it later, sometimes later returns never. Mm. You're not going to do it. And yeah. it passes you by. Yeah. Now it's like, oh, man, I should have done this. You don't have yeah. the same energy no yeah. more. Or maybe you're a little bit more nervous. Mm-hmm. Maybe you know your life the situation changes. Life, yeah. yeah, life, yeah, life, yeah. Life, life is different, right? Mm. You know, a few more I like, you know, you just like keystone habits mm-hmm. are habits that help you develop multiple habits. Mm-hmm. Right? So say like, you want to be healthy. That's your overall goal. Yeah. Okay. Just start off with going to the gym. Mm-hmm. It's very simple. Don't think of, oh, I got to do this. No, just go to the gym. Yeah. By you going to the gym after, say, three, four weeks, mm-hmm. you're going to start to feel good after you go through that rough initial start. Yeah. Then you're going to be like, man, I don't even want to eat no bad food no more because I'm working out so hard. I feel good. I don't want to waste all this work I'm putting in. Yeah. Then your diet's going to change. Mm-hmm. That's a new habit you Yeah. Found. Now that your diet changed, you realize, hey, you know what? If I don't plan from the weekend, mm-hmm. I might end up just buying food on the road because I didn't meal prep. Yeah. Now you've got time management skills that you've developed now because it's okay. It's Sunday, let me prep for the week and let me decide I want to eat. So everything's prepped now. Mm-hmm. And then just new habits spawn from mm-hmm. there before you know what? You're doing like five, six things yeah. that are developing you where yeah. all you say is, hey, I just want to go to the gym. Mm-hmm. But now all those all things. All those other habits, yeah, you, you know, got to keep together. Developed, yeah. That's right. proper, that's yeah. proper. The, the last one I like, I think it's probably the most important, is just um, always reassess. Mm-hmm. Like reassess what you call fun. Mm-hmm. Reassess what you call work. Reassess it because we, we're always adapting. We're constantly changing. Mm-hmm. So what you may think was fun Three, four months ago, yeah. you're at a point in your life where it's not fun no more. Yeah. Or it's not productive no more. Mm-hmm. But if you don't actually reflect on it, mm-hmm. you're just in an autonomous kind of motion where you're just going to keep doing it. Doing you know, it yeah. every weekend. Like I you said, this. it's a habit that you it's probably form, right? Exactly, yeah, 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 right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then if you sit back and you reflect and you be like, hey, you know what? Every weekend I used to go and do this, but it's not really fun. Mm-hmm. I thought it was fun. Or at that time in my life, it was fun. Yeah. But now it's not really serving me any purpose, but because I'm in a habit, I just do it. Do it, yeah. But if you're able to reflect and catch yourself, mm-hmm. then you might put that energy towards something else. Yeah. Right? And you're constantly reinventing yourself. So No, for sure. You know, Thank life, you for that, yeah, man. man. Thank life you. is a journey. You just got to just take your pace with it and, you know, go yeah. through ups and downs. And, and one of the main things that you pointed, and, and that's one thing that I'm whole, I'm trying to get with everything, with the map book, yeah. with the Wealth Talk and everything. Is- you are listening to the Wealth Talk podcast, hosted by Richard Adokasi from Create Wealth Network. The Wealth Top Podcast is expanding on the principles that are within the map book, the Mind Assistance Program, particularly the Focus 11, which are 11 aspects that we focus on in life to create wealth. These aspects include mental, spiritual, physical, 
relationships, financial, yourself, contribution, new, business, learn, discipline. We will feature guests that specialize in these aspects to expand your awareness and consciousness on creating wealth. Thank you and enjoy the show. That wealth is well-being. You know, when people hear wealth, the first thing they think is financial. Exactly. Right? But wealth is feeling good. Like you said, if if you're if if money doesn't feel good, why does money not feel good? Right? You gotta get in that good state. You wanna feel good. Yes. So if you're not feeling good, you gotta go find something that's gonna make you feel good. That's it. Right? Yeah. And and then and for business tips though, because that's the one thing that most people have a challenge in because they they like something, but they don't know how to make it a business. So how did you turn your passion into a business? I looked at it as, say you're building a brick wall. Mm-hmm. I'm not gonna say, hey, all right, how about I build this brick wall? No, mm-hmm. I'm just gonna lay a brick every day. Mm-hmm. And then before you know what, there's gonna be a brick wall in front of you, mm-hmm. right? So for business, it's just as this is your passion, you kind of kind of get yourself lost in it. Mm-hmm. Just do it every day, yeah. make, make it become you. Mm-hmm. And people are gonna believe in it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Once you, like people are gonna feed off of your energy, your passion. So mm-hmm. when someone sees how passionate you are about what you're doing, yeah. they're like, yo, why is this guy so hype about that? Yeah, yeah, about, yeah, yeah. Right? And then they get involved in it. Mm-hmm. And then, so that's how your, your business grows, right? I feel like it's not gonna be smooth. Mm-hmm. Understand it's gonna be rocky, but mm-hmm. the difference that separates a lot of people is just, just don't quit. Yep. That, that's pretty much yep. it. Yep. Right? You might want it to happen in year one, yeah. but the plan might be for it to happen in year seven. Yeah. But if you get to year four and like, holy, I gave it four years and nothing happened and you quit, you didn't realize that in three more years, you would have hit everything that you wanted. Exactly. Right? So for me in business, I just think the biggest thing is be realistic with your goals. Mm-hmm. Always have the end goal in mind, mm-hmm. but it's going to take a lot of little steps to get there. Yeah, yeah. And sometimes you're going to slip off of those steps. Yeah. But as long as you don't quit and you believe in what you're doing, mm-hmm. you're going to get there. No, for sure. No, it's, so, it's so interesting because everything you're saying is in that book, you know, because yeah. we break it down. Like we have the main vision, right, which is your affirmatory declaration. That's your dream. Mm-hmm. And we break it down to your month. We break it down to the week. Awesome. We break it down to the day. You know, so every day you're pretty much doing something that's leading to the big picture. Yeah. And like what you said is true, you know, because with every business, it's, it's, it may not happen that first year yeah. or second year or third Absolutely. year or fourth year or fifth year. It can yeah. happen in 10 years, yeah. but you got to stay with it, right? You got to stay with you know, them, man. For sure. And, yeah. and another thing I, I, I noticed as well, too, is that um, what, as long as you stay with it, you're going to get those signs that are showing you that you're on the right path. Yes. Right? Yes. Like so keep going. Yeah, exactly. It's like those checkpoints. You yeah. know what I'm saying? You get there and it's like affirmation. Yes. Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah. I'm on the right direction. I'm on the right. Keep going. Exactly. Yeah. Keep going. You have for to look out for those though. Yeah. You have to look out for those. Yeah. A lot of times they, they say um like distractions don't look like distractions mm-hmm. until they're finished distracting you. Mm-hmm. So you don't realize it's a distraction until it's finished and then you're like, holy this whole time. I was distracting myself, right? So you, you gotta stay focused on, on what it is you're doing and know mm-hmm. that. Stay the course. Yeah. Don't get distracted and think, I was doing this, but this popped up. Now I wanna hop on this. A lot of people do that. That's a distraction. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. you think it's not, because, mm-hmm. oh, I'm, I'm still working on at something. Mm-hmm. And then you realize, shoot, I just put a year into this mm-hmm. when I would have continued into what I was doing. I would have mm-hmm. been two years into it. Mm-hmm. I would have been further, right? So 
distractions don't seem like distractions until you finish distracting. Woo! That's, yeah, that's, that's a jump right that. there. <laughs> I appreciate yeah, that. Yeah, Dusty, thank you so much. Uh, you can just look you, at this camera. Like, please plug in. Let plug us know in. how to reach you. Uh, also, the thing that you have going on with the with the, the academy. yeah the academy. Oh. Everything, please. Uh, no, I appreciate you for creating this platform, man. Thanks, this, man. This is dope. It's needed at this time. Very uh, transitional. I mean, perfect timing for this, right? Yeah. Uh, reach me um, on Instagram. At the JA way, uh, the underscore JA underscore way. My business coach, J Performance, uh, on my Instagram is um, at JA the coach underscore between each word. And um, our residential academy back home, Anansi FC, A N S A N E F C, residential academy. Okay, so, okay, thank you very us. much. Um, yeah, yeah, no, for sure. And for the for the training, you know, just uh, reiterate, you work with who? Like, who do you work with for the training? And then, uh, like, like, um, who, like in terms of if every, they're everyone, oh, yeah, oh, everybody, everyone? Um, okay. I have general population, regular person just wants to get in shape. Okay, you want to get stronger, you want to lose weight, um, just want to get better conditioning, and then also obviously the high level athletes from age eight all the way up to the pro level. Mm -hmm. Everybody has what they need to be working on, so you know, building the fundamentals of the youth, mm -hmm. and then at the pro level, we work on more. Yeah, because I know you work with boxers as well. Boxers, football, basketball, all sports. Okay, all, all sports. Um, nice. We get you right. Yes, right. yes. So make sure you holler at Jesse. I see you, Jesse. Thank appreciate, you for coming on to Well Talk. Right? right and yeah and again man we're, we're gonna have you back on here you know because we're always growing to. we're always new things are happening growing. you know just yeah. and just, just sending a message out love to keep you guys updated with what's going on yeah so, definitely man appreciate appreciate it all right thank yes, you sir okay good stuff all right really appreciate good. that man that's the best that's blessed that's blessed that's blessed jeez hour yo that's what i'm looking yeah. for man it's <laughs> hours bro uh, that's proper. No, yeah, thanks, bro. You came with some good content. Yeah, no doubt. Yeah, no, I got, I got to talk to Hilda, man, because even how this came, I know this is gonna come so crisp, and I heard oh, and I the lighting and stuff. Yeah, yeah, I can't, you know, like, look, even if you look at this camera, bro. Oh man, I gotta do hers over. Look, look at you and. <laughs> oh no. You know what I mean? Like yours is nice and crisp. Was she sitting in this chair? She's sitting in that chair, but she was using this camera. Mm. That camera in this chair is pretty decent, right? But the reason why I had it there is because this this charger and this one takes a plug charger, uh, and I was plugging. But I don't need the plug because it has a lot of it has a lot of thing time. But I'm gonna talk to her still. I'm gonna talk to her. Yeah, this came proper. Yeah, that's yeah, legit. That's legit. That's legit. All right, no, Jesse, thank you, brother. You know, yeah, man, you know, keep growing and yeah, let's, you know, just yeah, keep filling me in. Person you wanted to get, but I'm open to whatever, so. Yeah, oh, yo, it's, 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 that's, it's open, yeah. it's an open for, I just, I want it to be a platform. Yeah. I want it, you know, for people to get themselves out 